In order to be successful, you've got to be out of your mind. Yeah, well, I say crazy people change the world whenever Without any question. crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, because you are unreasonable. Yep. The reason that most people are living their fears rather than their dreams, they're being logical, practical, yep. and realistic. Yep. That was me for most of my life. Wow. The people that are successful, the innovators, the creative people, the people that are making a difference in life, the cutting edge, they're unreasonable people. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Living the Red Life. A very special, a very legendary guest today, Mr. Les Brown. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm a legend in my own mind. <laughs> Good. That's the best way. Well, that's the way it should start, right? That's yes. what you teach, and that's yes. what we're going to dive into mm -hmm. in today's episode. So. Just a big, bit of backstory, I think everyone knows who you are. Mm -hmm. So you've done a very good job of achieving that off the, out the gate. Thank you. And uh, I think you've probably had a lot of impact on a lot of the people that are tuning in today, listening. Um, and obviously we're sat together now in Atlanta to go from, hey, how do we take this current impact and then keep magnifying it further? Yes, but, uh, and I'm very thankful for that because you're proving, you know, that there's a saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I'm not an old dog, but I can bark, roof, 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 you know, and, but I believe that you're never too old to learn never. and you're never too young to teach. I love that. And so I, I'm, I'm excited about the possibilities of our collaboration and the things that we can do to impact the planet. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, you've already done a pretty good job starting mm -hmm. out. So just for the audience, you know, obviously most people know you, but could you maybe give a minute summary of your kind of story so far and as, well, as best as Well, I can? think the part of my life that most people are fascinated with, I was born in an abandoned building in a poor section of Miami, Florida called Liberty City yeah. with a twin brother and Wesley. Yeah. And we were foster kids and then we were adopted by Mrs. Mamie Brown. Whenever I speak, I always say, God took me out of my biological mother's womb and placed me in the heart of my adopted mother. Mm. However, Rudy, here I am, 78, and at the 77th year of my time on the planet, I see for the first time a picture of my birth mother mm -hmm. and father, only to discover that my birth mother was a motivational speaker. Yep. And my grandmother, Beulah Rucker, they have a museum honoring her in Gainesville, Georgia. Crazy. And yeah. she was a motivational speaker. So, you know, they talk about, is it nature? Nature, yeah. And what's the other one? Nature. Nature or nurture, yep. yeah, they said yep. it's in you. But I, I don't buy into that because I have two brothers that I didn't know and they're not doing what I do. They said, mm. we don't understand. Now, to some degree, I'd buy into it. They said, you're just like our mother and you mm. never saw her. Yeah, wow. And she raised us, yes. Mm. That is crazy. And I mm. also heard her favorite color was red. Yes, her favorite, because she had a red house. Red house. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, and that's yeah. my favorite color. Yeah. Red, yeah. I always have yeah. a red And now tie. you're on the Red Life podcast. Yes, <laughs> and you see my shoes that you don't have I've, this I kind. I see you've got the Come red Come on salt. now. Yeah, but I have the red king chair. Yeah, the, that's the, true. The, you know I want that chair. <laughs> we got to talk about that chair. I got to get that chair, yes. We'll get you a chair. I dreamed you. about that chair last night. <laughs> yes, I mean, really, 
I said, I got to get that chair. I got to find a way to get to Rudy. I said, I need a chair like that. We, we yeah. actually love that chair so much because we have two offices. We have one chair in each office now. So, Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And so then, maybe we'll have to get you a third. And I'm going to have one. Yeah, thank yeah, you so yeah, much. We'll the Lord you. will bless you abundantly. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, great. <laughs> so, so, so fast forward to today, you've impacted millions of people, right? With your messages, your motivation, your mindset. Why, why do you think it's missing in society. Why is it so impactful? Because there's a gap and, you know, I think when I first heard you, I think we spoke last night, I was born with some of it and grew up with some of it because my parents were Olympic athletes. So subconsciously. Yeah, so you came up in an environment where it yep. was there. Yep. Martin Silliman, who wrote a book called Learned Optimism, he said, we have been conditioned based upon our culture wherever we are, the things we see, the conversations that we hear between ages zero and seven, yep. they feel that the habits that we choose in the development of our character during that period of time follow us for the rest of our lives. Yep. And so for the most part, the majority of people have not been educated. We have been indoctrinated for sure. with a limited vision of ourselves. Yep. And so when you don't have the good fortune of the environment, affirmative experience that you had coming up as a child with your parents having the kind of regiment and, and training and mindset yep. they had in developing themselves to be, become world-class gold medal Athletes, yeah, triathletes. Athletes, yeah. yes. It's, it's, it, everybody don't get that. Well, well <laughs> you, and hit, I, you hit the jackpot did, with your yeah, parents. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and what, what was fascinating now looking back is they would, you know, my mom would be up early, go train, come back, get me ready, run to work or bike to work, go train at lunch, come back, sort me out from school, and then go train till 9 p.m. at night again. Because triathlon, you're a world-class swimmer, runner, and biker. It's basically free sports you're training for. Right. And, and so I guess that uh, came off on me, but for everyone else that doesn't get that, you know, obviously they can watch you on YouTube and stuff, but how do you build a society and how do you nurture a child to, to be prepared in today's world? Well, do exactly what your parents do. Success leaves clues. Mm -hmm. Create a ritual for yourself. Yep. Uh, Mark Twain said the two most important days in our lives, number one, the day that we're born. Number two, the day you realize why you were born. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Then put together a ritual yeah. that allows you to become that kind of person that can achieve and to create that kind of life for yourself. Abraham Lincoln said, my future is bright. And people ask, how do you know that? And he said, because I'm going to create it. Mm. So, so the message there is you got to take control. You have to destiny. take control and you have to have a ritual that allows you to live out of your imagination as yep. opposed to living out of your history. Yeah. And I think that's for me like I, I'm, I almost laugh to myself that I'm pretty delusional at times because yes. I have this like grand plan and I'm very crazy and that's what makes But me... that's what allows you to become successful. Yeah. In order to be successful, you've got to be out of your mind. Yeah, well, I say crazy <laughs> people change the world whenever Without someone any calls me crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, because you are unreasonable. Yep. The reason that most people are living their fears rather than their dreams, they're being logical, practical, yep. and realistic. Yep. That was me for most of my life. Wow. The people that are successful the innovators, the creative people, the people that are making a difference in life, the cutting edge, they're unreasonable people. Yeah. So we actually have one of our staff t-shirts and I know I, I'm not a big tattoo guy, but the closest mm -hmm. I was to ever getting a tattoo, 
and one of our staff shirts says, be unreasonable. Is and that I, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my theme. I have tattoos all over my arm, but you can't <laughs> see them. <laughs> They're invisible, invisible, but it's ones. okay. Yes, yeah. I'm turning red as I talk to you about this, but you can't see that either. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So being unreasonable. You missed that being British. I did, yeah, I did. <laughs> so being unreasonable, I love that, right? Mm -hmm. But I think, and I teach, I think society has groomed us to be reasonable because I think growing yes. up, don't stand out, don't be different, don't wear this, fit in. People are going to make fun of you if you do this. Yes. And that stays with you into the adult life. Right? Yeah, and I didn't step into this path where I am now because I was being practical, mm -hmm. I was being logical, and I was being realistic yeah. because... I was labeled educable, mentally retarded when I was in the fifth grade, put back from the fifth grade into the fourth grade. Then I failed again in the eighth grade, went to summer school every summer. My twin brother, Wesley, is very smart, 24-year Army veteran. And But I met this high school teacher in the 11th grade, and, he, and I was looking for a friend named MacArthur Stevens, and, and he said, young man, he was a speech and drama teacher, and I think he thought I would be great for some role that he was looking at, mm -hmm. selecting someone for. And he said, go to board in front of the room and, and do what I'm going to ask you to do. And I said, I can't do that, sir. Not even attempting to try. And he said, why not? I said, I'm not one of your students. I'm here looking for Mac Arthur Stevens. <laughs> he said, go do what I'm asking you to do anyhow. I said, I can't, sir. And the other students started laughing, saying, he's Leslie. He's got a twin brother, Wesley. Wesley's smart, but he's DT. <laughs> and he asked, what's DT? And they said, he's the dumb twin. And I said, I am, sir. And he came wow. from behind his desk and he looked at me, Rudy, like you would and say, don't you ever say that again. Mm. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Do you hear me? And I said, yes, sir. Hmm. And, and what he did, how people live their lives is a result of the story they believe about yeah. themselves. I train speakers, Rudy. And what I teach them, how to use their story to distract, dispute, and inspire. He distracted me from my story. And through how he taught me, how he looked at me, how he interacted with me, he dismantled the belief system that I had within myself that I was the dumb twin. And he inspired me to become, as Mother Teresa would say, a pencil in the hand of God and wow. start writing a new chapter yeah. with our lives. And the work that you do allowed people to turn the page and start writing a new chapter with their lives. So that was a very impactful moment that Ripple oh, yes. affected and now has changed millions of people's lives because of the work you've done. Yes, and it's exciting because I did not know at the time, you know, our lives, we live our lives going forward, what we began to understand it looking back. And now I realize that everything that I've experienced, everything that I have gone through, gave birth to who I have become yep. and still becoming and still evolving. As Socrates says, a man's life is, is to supersede his grasp or what are the heavens for? <laughs> I like that. So I would I love to ask, right? So I, you know, we have a big coaching program, marketing program agency, and I never dreamt this would ever happen, but as we grew and grew and grew, we actually started hiring, you know, more like accountability, mindset coaches, and even a lot of the work I do now is more talking about mindset, big picture, and my members laugh because I'll always preface it, like I'm not a mindset coach, but I'm a marketer, but here, this is how I think, and I mean, because it's natural to me, I'm pretty good at it still. And we give these talks and we have these coaches, 
But one thing I noticed, just like say fitness, is people leave invigorated, motivated, inspired, and it may last a little, but then they drop back again. And then they kind of get in this hamster wheel of a bit of motivation, then they go back to their old ways. How does someone work through that? If they're listening and they kind of feel they're in that position now. Just think about your parents. They had a ritual. Okay. And they were consistent. Yeah. They did it. And they didn't operate in implementing the ritual based upon how they felt. They did it based upon what they knew. That if they did it and did it and did it, that will continue mm. to push themselves and to challenge themselves and take themselves to the next level. But if they got up in the morning and said, well, I don't feel like it today, that's going to cost them. Yeah. That kind of mindset, if you operate from around your feelings, you will not become a, a gold medalist. Well, I feel that's half the entrepreneurs. They, they, some days that's they're good. in it and yes. some days they're, they're yes. questioning themselves. So it's hard, then do it hard. Yeah. Life is a fight for territory. And once you stop fighting for what you want, what you don't want would automatically I take over. Yeah. So you live from do what you know, not what you feel. We never feel like doing the right thing. I think never. that's important for people to know because I think they see people like me or like you and I think they think we just like, life's great and it's easy and it's successful and we wake no. up every day. Right? No, life, life <laughs> yeah. is hard. It's yeah. going to slap you around. It, it's a part of the price, uh, the price of, of knowing that life be lifing. Things are going to happen yeah. to you. Uh, Victor Frank in his book called Man's Search for yeah, Meaning. Yeah, and he said that adversity introduces a man to himself. Life yes. is going to happen to you, to me, and the people that we care about. And it's continuous. It's an ongoing process. So I think if you're wa listening, watching this, and you see the successful people, I think all you're seeing is they just are maybe moving through those problems and patterns more consistently and maybe handling them better than the people that aren't. And that's why they look successful because, you know, everyone's getting, I always say, you're always getting hit in the face. Right? Yes, right. We just get back up or deal with it. And we're like a pro boxer that we're so used to being hit in the face now that we just keep boxing. Whereas when you're, when you're a normal person that doesn't fight, you get hit in the face, you get knocked on the floor, knocked out, and you go, well, you call the police and have to have a week off. I have a saying, if life knocks you down, try and land on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. I know that saying very well. It's a very famous <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Willie Jolly, a young man that I trained as a motivational speaker, he said a setback is a setup for a comeback. I like that. We yep. all have comeback yep. power. So, so back to the part about the routine part. So if you're listening to this, I kind of like want to phrase it so... I teach the same with social media. I say, hey, reason you're not successful on social media is you post for a week well, and then you take a week off. And you post for a week well, and then you take a week off. And you just, it's the consistency thing, right? So you're almost saying even the mindset thing is building that ritual, building that routine. And it's like the gym. On the days that you don't want to go, that's probably the biggest calling that you should be going. And you've got yes. to build that routine. Yeah. L. Williams said something I like. He said, you must be willing to do the things today others won't do in order to have the things tomorrow others won't have, have yeah. most people will not do the hard work yeah and life is hard mm -hmm. most people won't challenge themselves most people won't push themselves and so you have to have what i call a made-up mind you've got to make the commitment commit thy works unto the lord and thy thoughts should be established the difference between being involved in training being involved in becoming a gold medalist and commitment is next time you have bacon and eggs, look at it. Hmm. The chicken was involved. The yeah. pig was committed. Yeah. He had to give it all up.
And so to be where you are now and where you're going and the people that are watching us and embrace your philosophy, they're willing to give up being who they are, this sacrifice that's involved in everything that you do. And you have to ask yourself the question, what am I willing to give up? Yeah. As you look at the goals and dreams that you want to achieve, it's been taught to me that if a man is to gain his life, he must lose his life. You've got to be willing to lose who you've been mm. to give birth to who you've chosen to become. Wow. Love that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. Before we go into the rest of this episode, I'm going to interrupt abruptly and just ask you one big favor. I hope you're getting a ton of value, a ton of knowledge. I hope you're getting some breakthroughs from myself and the guests. And I want one thing in return. What I would love is for you to subscribe and leave a review. The reviews and the subscription grows the podcast. It allows me to bring you even better guests. It allows me to invest even more time and money into this podcast to bring you the latest and greatest, the best entrepreneurs from around the world that are crushing life, crushing their business, and giving you all the tools, the mindset hacks, the knowledge, and the environment you need to be successful. So do me a favor, if you've got any amount of value from today's episode so far, or any previous episode, or any of the content I've done, it would mean the world to me if you hit a five-star review, give us your feedback on the show, the episodes, and subscribe and download. Plus, if you do that and send me a screenshot on Instagram at Rudy Moore Life, I will send you a bunch of my free training, marketing courses, sales courses worth $499. Yes, $500 worth of courses for a simple 30-second review. It would mean the world to me. Send me that screenshot. I would love for you to leave that review, and I would appreciate it very, very much so we can keep growing this show and make it awesome. So let's get back into the episode. I appreciate you guys, and let's dive back in. So... Last couple of questions. One question I have is you've obviously impacted millions of people. You've been in this game a long time and met a lot of successful people. 52 years, over a half a century. Yes. So, and I always say success leaves clues. So not only your own, but all the other super successful people. What are a few things you see in common between yourself and these people after 50 plus years? Working on yourself. Because as Mr. Washington said to me, he said, Mr. Brown, three things that's very important. He said, work on your mind. You don't get in life what you want, you get in life what you are. And I developed a ritual of reading 30 to 40 pages of something positive every day. Mm. Next thing is, I write down seven things that I am grateful for. Mm. The next thing is, I write down seven things that I want to get out of the day. Most people, when they get up, they are focusing on getting through the day. I'm focusing on what is it that I want to get out of this day. Control in the day. Yes, because if you don't have an agenda for your life, then you are part of somebody else's agenda for your Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the other thing is that you got to push yourself. You got to discipline yourself. Socrates said, the undisciplined life is an insane life. I think that's most people too, though, sadly, right? Absolutely, yeah. And that's okay, because those are the people that will work for us. (laughs) (laughs) Those are people that I used to be a part of, the tribe of volunteer victims, because I was unemployed for a period of time because I was undisciplined to develop myself so that I could employ myself to become unemployable yep. and to create the kind of experience that I can become my own boss yep. and hire other people. And I don't want to turn this into a, a debate of the world, but I am a fascinated on that. 
I feel that's getting worse and worse. Even in the last five, seven, eight years, I've been in America and building businesses and having employees. Like, uh, yeah, I, what do you feel? Do you feel it's getting better or worse? It's getting worse because of the fact that we have so many tools that will distract us. This yeah. is why they call this the distraction economy. Mm -hmm. Most people have been conditioned to be fans, to be spectators, yeah. as opposed to become players and participants in life and thinking outside of the paradigm of artificial intelligence and, and the algorithms yeah. and beginning to realize that you are a creative force, that you are made in the likeness and image of God, that you've been given authority and dominion over everything on the mm. face of the earth. And most people have given up on life and themselves and become hopeless and powerless and surrender yeah. to whatever is around them. So, so that, that leads into the last part of today is obviously we've come together to help a lot of these people, right? Yes. People that are going through this. Obviously, I help them more on like the marketing, the branding, the social side. And I came to realize that I could do all of that. But if they didn't have the mindset, it was irrelevant because you can't get them to commit. Right. Absolutely. Because marketing, the first principle of marketing is move toward your strength. Yeah. Find out what you're good at. Do something that's you. Where your heart is, mm -hmm. there your treasure is also. So, so come in kind of talking about taking control and, and, and kind of becoming the true self, right? I try and mm -hmm. say, like, I think people have that potential, but sometimes it's buried below layers, right? That are laid on yes. from society and parenting. And, and, and I would love to ask you, when you work with people, how do you peel off those layers and how do you get someone to that true self? The best way I can explain that to you, when I train speakers, one of the things that made me stand out in the speaking industry, the majority of speakers going around giving out information. Well, you and I can, would say stand out is an understatement. You're being very modest here oh, when you say I stand out. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Became probably the greatest of all time. Oh, thank you much. so much. Yeah. You're very kind. Yeah. But most people just giving information. Sure. If information could change people, everybody would be skinny. That's rich, actually my mistake. When I started for many mm -hmm. years teaching, educating, I would just teach tactics. Yeah. But you realize they leave the conference and they forgot about it already. Yeah. No, information is not yeah. what people need now. Yeah. Oliver Wendell Holmes said, once a man or woman's mind has been expanded with an idea, concept, or experience, it can never be satisfied to going back to where it was. I so that. I teach people how to use their story to create an experience with people individually, collectively, or large audiences. Yeah and take them to a place in themselves that they can't go by themselves, mm. getting them to live out of their imagination rather than their history of abuse, of setbacks, of yep. I'm not good enough yep. or I can't do this, getting them to begin to see themselves that it's already done. Several times a day I say to myself, when people call me and say, how you doing? I say repeatedly, I am cancer free, I am debt free and I am drama free. People say, you say that every time I call. I said, yes, why? I'm programming myself. I am most powerful statement, yeah. I am. And I'm calling forth those things that be not as though they were. Mm. I received from Cancer Center's award of Cancer Center uh, of America, their, their Perseverance Award mm. for 39 year fourth stage cancer, Conqueror. Okay, and so, I speak and I'm calling forth those things that be not as though they were mm -hmm. until they become a part of my reality. 
I love that. And and I think an important part there, as you said, you train speakers on all these things, mm -hmm. but it extends beyond speaking, right? So like yeah. I teach some of those same similar principles, not at your degree, but similar principles of when you're filming an ad, right? Or when you're trying to sell on a sales call or when you're trying to do a new video for your landing page. Again, you're gonna, you know, the emotion is the strongest buying power versus logic. Yeah. And so those things carry on into like the entire part of business, even when it's getting an employee to do what you want. You can tell them, hey, you got to go do that because I'm your boss and paying you. Yes. Or you can change their mindset so you never have to tell them every single day because now they start doing it naturally. They're at, they're at one with what you're saying, but the key to what you are doing is, and why I'm sitting here next to you, is who you are behind the words when you speak. That That's the volume of your character that's speaking. There's mm -hmm. a quote I love by... Bishop T.D. Jakes, Lord, don't let my talents take me where my character can't keep mm, me. Yeah, like And that. so people who catch the red eye and see us dressed in yeah. red, which is my favorite color as well. When I talk to you, I'm not just listening to your words. People don't buy from you. They buy into you. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so as you speak because of who you are, because how you've made a decision, we make decisions and our decisions make us. You made a decision, whatever I do, I'm gonna do it. Take no prisoners and eat the wounded. Yeah. Whatever I do, yeah. I'm gonna operate out of thinking of Henry David Thoreau. Do not go where the path may lead, go where there's no path and mm -hmm. leave a trail. Whatever I do, I'm gonna make an impact with it that will stand out and be able to hold people's attention. Yeah. That's what you do. Some people come in a room. However, when Rudy comes in the room, <laughs> he enters the room and everybody say, who that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I actually learn. It's like, obviously, I'm decently successful, but I always joke if, if I, you know, if I lived a parallel life again and I wasn't successful, I'd just save money, buy that red coat because yes. everyone would think you were successful. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's the power of branding too, right? So Without a question, 24-7, yeah, yeah. you yeah. say, this is Rudy, show it up. Yeah. That's him. That's what caught me. I said, who is this dude in Florida? is hotter here than in hell. <laughs> and he's got on this red fur coat. Who is this okay. dude? I got to know him. Crazy, right? Told yeah. you crazy. Absolutely. So let crazy that mind be in you. When you <laughs> let another mind be in you, yeah. it's a, a mind of greatness. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Mm. And it challenges you to hold yourself to a higher standard. Yeah, love that. So just to wrap up, like, you know, obviously we're here together now because my mission is to help you with what you're doing and teaching and how you've impacted people over all these years to just keep scaling that because i think the entire world needs it and we were sat at dinner last night talking about that right yes. there's, there's no one on this planet that doesn't need this especially in this day and age so i would love just for my audience because you know i'm going to put the links in the show notes to all we, we've got going on and how they can come and see you and learn from you and all the courses but talk to them a little about how you you know you work with speakers you help them you know, build a speaking career, you help them improve their confidence and mindset for success. Well, one of the things that's very important, and, and you said it best, the best known will always beat the best. Yeah. Okay. If a, if a tree falls to forest, no one hears it, did it make a sound? So we represent M and M, that is the mindset and mastery. Yeah. 
but that mastery of using the internet and and being able to amplify your voice and your story and and speak to the masses mm -hmm. that's key and and that's what you have mastered yep. and so that's why i have come and, and i'm here <laughs> to touch the hem of your garment because <laughs> that's what you do and you've done it for yourself and you've done it for others i believe don't let somebody teach you how to do something that they have never done for sure yes mm -hmm. and so what i'm doing is teaching speakers the value of what you talk about if you are known it's best to align yourself with someone that is known yeah to develop your communication skills because once you open your mouth you tell the world who you are three continuously learn peter drucker said we must be willing mm -hmm. to unlearn learn and relearn yeah. and people say boy you know so many quotes how do you do that i read, read a lot yeah <laughs> i study <laughs> yeah. it's not magical yeah, yeah. The other thing is your reference group. Mr. Washington said, practice the principle of OQP, only quality people. Yeah. Sidney Poitier, the Academy Award winner, he wrote a book called The Measure of a Man. And he said, when you go for a walk with someone, something happens without being spoken. Mm. He said, either you adjust to their pace yeah. or they adjust yeah. to your pace. So you have to ask yourself the question, as you look at your goals and dreams, what relationships do I need to step away from? Yeah. And ask yourself, how am I showing up in life mentally, emotionally, financially, mm -hmm. and spiritually? Because who you run with determines who you end up with. For sure. I actually, I shoot a lot of videos about having millionaire friends. Mm -hmm. and, and some people misunderstand. It's not about the bank account. It's, no. that it's all the core principles that had to come together and the discipline and the mindset and being organized and generally being a good person and having a good network that got you to that millionaire status, right? That's yes. the, that's what I'm saying in a 60 second video is find those people, right? And yes. there are people with less money that have a lot of those core values, but generally people that are successful have many of the needed core values. And of course, there's the opposite and where they don't um, as well. So, and I think for you, uh, one thing that's important is you say you help speakers, right? Yes. But what I think the world, people listening don't understand is every single one of them is a speaker. Absolutely. Because every day we're selling. We're selling Always. people on our knowledge, yep. on our skills, on our business, on how we want to be treated, how we want to represent ourselves in the world. It's in the beginning was the word. And so how you show up when you speak people listen to you not just with their ears but with their heart yep. and the kind of marketing that you do is get people to begin to go to their heart where your heart is there your treasure is also yep. and 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 when you speak to people's hearts if you're talking about, hey, baby, I'm interested in you, you know, and she says, well, put a ring on it. <laughs> okay. Well, the only way is, the yeah. reason she was able to put a ring on it because you have touched her heart. Yeah. And so it's, it's very important in this time of, of everything being challenged, people asking the question when they see you, who are you? Mm -hmm. What do you have? And why should I care? And can I trust you? And there's so much noise too these days. Yeah, right. You've got to right. stand out. You've right, and so they need to have time to to filter through it and to see you. I have a friend who's going through a divorce right now, and I ask him what happened. He said, "She never saw me. Mm. She wow. never saw me." And so today, in the distraction economy, when you show up, 
You want people to see you. 100%. And I say to people who are intimidated by artificial intelligence, don't be intimidated by it. Artificial intelligence doesn't have a heart. Uh, yeah. You have a heart. And so now this is the time for heart-to-heart communication. Love that. So that people can connect, identify with you, and relate. And now you can take them on a journey. Yep. And that's that's our plan, right? Our plan. We'll put the link in the show notes of how everything, you know, that you're going to be getting up to, everything you've already done doing, and how we're going to be amplifying that. So I'm super excited because I think it's so, so important more now than ever that you build these skills, not just the mindset, but the ability to then communicate and influence and impact other people, which is really a summary of your your work right is the mindset and then how you can help others yes that. we're going from we've gone from brick and mortar to click and order so yeah. it's mindset <laughs> yeah. is the internet and building communities of collaborative achievement driven supportive relationships yeah and just uh, i always say this at the end i feel a little silly saying it today but if someone wants to try and find you on the internet where do they go <laughs> they can go to less brown Dot com. And they've probably seen you already on YouTube many times. I yeah, I encourage them to see Les Brown speaking in the Georgia Dome. They'll yep. see me speaking before 80,000 people. Yeah, I mean, that's the most famous one. It's crazy, Yes, right? and the other one called It's Possible. Mm-hmm. That's another one that people love very much. And you got to be hungry. <laughs> and uh, hopefully they can come and see you at my castle very soon. Oh, without well, any right? question. I'm, yeah. Look here, I can't wait for them to come see me at the castle. But the castle's got it going on up in here up yep, in here yep. and we'll bring a red throne right and yes. right in the middle of the castle <laughs> good i love it well guys uh, there you go i mean this is a very special guest a very special moment very impactful moment because this is the start of i think a lot more greatness to come and you are the king of greatness thank you um so i appreciate you being here and i'm, I'm excited to be working with you and impacting millions of lives thank you it's my pleasure to be working with you and i want to say to those of you Always strive to get on top in life because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. (laughs) Bye for now.